What's up, Subsides? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! Yay. Hi, Leva. How are you? I'm great. Just coming out of uh, an AEW Among Us gaming session and then a workout. Mistimed it slightly because I took a, like a 20-minute cat nap, too, and now I'm rushing and I'm here. I just literally finished <laughs> eating. So... Aren't we always rushing, though? I mean... Story of our life. Yeah, seriously. It's now we text each other in the morning. Hey, what do you feel like doing? Uh, We started out so strong. We started out so strong planning way ahead and being done and ready to go Sunday night. And now it's resorted to, it's Sunday. What are we doing? (laughs) That being said, we we do have some ideas on a list of ideas of things to do. I'm just trying to book guests to come talk about those things with us yes so So we have plans until we get those locked in we're just you know flying by the seat of our pants though even though the last several have been kind of last minute i feel like the last several have been some of our strongest super super fun like yeah (laughs) really fun especially i really like last week last week's was awesome last week's was so different like i don't think we've ever talked about like random toys and stuff before like it was that that, i feel like very different very very big thing i don't know it was a strong suit for us i enjoyed that so yeah so uh hey if you guys have any ideas for different kinds of episodes please let us know uh you can always hit us up on twitter at the geek soapbox or email us, thegeeksubbox at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your ideas of different topics. Comments. Seriously, because we, you know, we try to come up with things, but having some other people, some crowdsourcing of ideas never hurts. Never hurts yeah. to have more ideas than you can do shows. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, 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 let's see, where are we? Oh, hey, so I've got a thing. Okay. Uh, so for the last three years, uh, for my friend's birthday, my friend Colleen has held an internet fundraiser uh, to raise money for childhood cancer research and to help families struggling to make ends meet while their child is going through the life-saving cancer treatments. Over the last three years, she's managed to raise over $300,000 for this cause. Uh, mm-hmm. This year's fundraiser is currently live, uh, and I've pinned the link to the t- to the top of the Geek Soapbox Twitter account. Uh, so I know it's been a weird year for like a lot of people, and not everyone has extra money to throw around. But you know, if 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 you all can spare a dollar, that's great. If you can spare two dollars, that's awesome. If you can't spare anything right now, that's okay too. If you can just retweet the link and spread awareness, uh, that's that would be super amazing. Like every little bit of money or goodwill will go a long way to keeping a roof over some of these families' heads. Uh, I'm also putting the link to the fundraiser in the description of this episode. Uh, so if you get a chance, please check out the link. Please share the link. Let's get the word out there and help Colleen raise even more money for these kids, their families, and for research to end childhood cancer. How long is this running for? Uh, so she's got a, she has an official fundraiser uh, that she's like doing a live stream next Sunday. Uh, okay. She's like giving out prizes and stuff if people spread the word or d- make the donations. Uh, yeah, she, oh, wait, I know which Colleen you're talking yeah, about Yeah, Colleen, now. she's a she's a YouTuber. Um, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I was thinking DeFeo for a second. I was like, no, oh, no. wow, that's a lot of money. No, my, my friend Colleen I know who Colleen, you're talking Colleen about. Ballinger. I got it now. I'm back, Miranda. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she plays Miranda Sings online. She had a Netflix series uh, called Haters Back Off. 
There's so many Colleen's. I know, we know so many. <laughs> that you know. Yeah. That are uh, around your like quick in circle. That's <laughs> no, why I got my so... little circle. Uh, but she's great. She does, you know, she does a lot of great work. Um, and, you know, this means a lot to her. So uh, her her charity live stream is next Sunday, but she usually leaves the the fundraiser link up for, for a few weeks. Um, okay. So it's live already. So if you guys could just spread oh, nice. the word, that okay. would be super, super awesome. Heck yeah. Uh, let's get into some fun stuff. Leva, right. what have you been playing? What have you been reading? What have you been watching? I got stuff this week. Hell yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> kind of. What have I been watching? Guess what? I've watched stuff. Yesterday, I locked myself away from the world because I've been working way too damn hard. So I finally binged uh, Mandalorian because I had three episodes of binge. <laughs> yeah. So I'm now officially caught up. That was really cool. It's really cool to see the people that were in the episode. I don't know if people are caught up or not. I don't want to. Should we say? Should we spoil? I don't know. But I was really excited to see a couple people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The child just does a few things that I can't. It kills me with like cuteness and love and happiness inside my heart. So mm-hmm. I just love him so much. <laughs> and sometimes a little rage. Oh my god! I just <laughs> so cute. I Even know. like when he's being like. Bad. You know, mischief, yeah. When being bad, I'm just like, I don't want to love you. Oh, <laughs> kiss your face. Yeah. So it's just so it's just real good. It, I really enjoyed it. And the last one just kind of left it with like, ooh, where are we going from here? I so, know. That's all I'm gonna say about I know. that. I'm also, excited for people that might show up. So I also caught up on Mass Singer. Yes. I now officially. Because we're going into the Super 6, so we're doing the final cuts before the Super 6. Right. So A has done all their final cuts going to the Super 6. There's two out of there. B has now done all their final cuts, going two going to the Super 6. Mm-hmm. I am 100% sure I know A and B now. <laughs> so wait. I is- didn't know I didn't know the people who got voted off. Again, if you haven't seen it, I don't, I don't want to ruin it because it just aired like a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. And I know people, if you're like me, you're always behind. Just a little behind. Uh, but the I didn't know the people who got, even if I would have researched it, it would have been really hard for me to know yeah, these yeah. people. No, I feel the same way. There's times I'm like, I have no idea who that person is, but I'm really positive in my bones because I've done some deep, deep research cross-referencing against <laughs> other celebrities. Yeah. And comparing voices. I am positive now. I know who the two people left in B are, so... I'm coming for you. See you next week. Oh my god! Want to figure y'all out. You are. But yeah, A A I've known for a while, and even like the people, uh, the the unmasked and uh, A I knew that one too. So A I was pretty confident on, but B was giving me stump. Yeah. For a while until I started doing research, heavy duty research. So. Yeah. Well, they don't call you the librarian for nothing. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, if. If I'm right on one of them, oh. <laughs> listen, fan girling all over the if place. If you keep playing your cards right, maybe you can be a guest judge. Ah, uh, do it. <laughs> so all of my all of my research. I don't know if Ginny does this as well because she seems to be kind of like me, where she's like, "Oh, I know this, this, and this." But I feel like she has to go and research this, right? Like, I'm sure. Because she sure. seems to know things. I'm like, how the hell do you know that? I mean. <sighs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the how the production works. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they have a big book of facts. I'm not really sure what what they know and what they don't know. I don't know. I. 
I have no idea. Yeah. But so. sometimes they whip out things and I'm like, how the heck did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's I random. Mean, maybe that's common knowledge and it's just not common for me. I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I am gonna I am gonna say Ken did get one of them right and it was probably the greatest thing I've ever seen because he was just yeah. so happy that he finally got one right. <laughs> he sure did. That was so good. So good. So happy. So it was a really good episode. If you can if you get a chance to see last week's episode, it's yeah. real good. So. Are they doing cuts this week? Is this week the C? Is this the C? I don't know if it's. I mean, I just turn it on and hope it's there. Hopefully, if uh, <laughs> maybe, the next holidays, week. maybe next week, maybe next week will be our mass singer going into the Super Six. <laughs> maybe that'll be our mass singer episode. Oh, I don't man. know. I'm ready. I got. I got four <laughs> of them. I got four of them figured. I'm right. so excited too. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll think about that. Maybe we'll make that happen. Um. You been playing anything? You just been watching? Oh, oh yeah, I did watch a concert last night too oh. in Korea. Stray Kids did their unlock concert. It might have been right next to BTS. Was one of my favorite concerts I've seen in a long, long time. Mm. They went, they went twenty plus songs. Wow, it was insane. It was, and it's not like we're gonna stand here and sing. No, we're gonna dance the entire time. It was crazy. I was, I was blown up just watching them. So. Don't mess with this. Good for them. Boys. I just had to give them a shout out. Stray Kids. Amazing concert. Flood yourself. Okay. <laughs> now let's move on. Uh, what am I playing? Is that what you were asking me? Yeah. Uh, still Spider-Man or Scooter-Man. Uh, I am 60% now done with it. I'm doing a lot of side stuff. Like Miles Morales or the original? Jump, like, I never want to jump into the story because I don't know if I should do that on the stream or not. So... Uh, and plus, I'm only playing for a few minutes at a time. So I was like, oh, I'll do this stealth mission. Ooh, I'll do this laboratory. So I'll do things like small little yeah, yeah. things and then turn it off, move on with whatever else craziness I have to do. Because, again, we had another set of tapings. So I wasn't home much this week. But played a lot of Spider-Man. I played probably at least eight hours of Overwatch Mayhem. Whoa. Because... Mayhem's my favorite arcade, and Haley got on with me, which is my niece, if y'all don't know. Um, and we played the shit out of some Mayhem. I kept getting uh, Junkrat play the games. So if y'all need to Junkrat, only Mayhem, though, because I'm not confident in my abilities in, regular, <laughs> in the regular game. But Mayhem, if you need a Junkrat, I'm your girl. But I'm always playing usually... When we play with strangers, I always have to like support whether it's healing or tanking because yeah. no one ever wants to do that. So <sighs> they let I, me go though. Maybe I Dave. finally need to get it, Leva. Do I finally need to get Overwatch? <laughs> oh man, maybe. Ah, maybe. Ah, I, I feel like you're I always played, playing. I mean, Overwatch Two is going to be coming out eventually. I don't know when that. I mean, I don't know the d- date on that mm. off the top of my head. Like, I feel like you're always playing Overwatch, and that was the thing that deterred me from playing Overwatch, is I didn't want to not play with friends. Like, I wanted to play with friends, and I didn't well, have any. Well, you got, you know me, you know Seth, uh, you can oh. play with my niece. Oh, Overwatch 2, February 19th. February 19th, okay. There so, I go. mean, I don't know if you want to wait. I mean, it might also be really I mean, it's probably super cheap, cheap now, right now, if you want to go ahead and buy it now. Seriously. So, I don't know. And get good I, before February? I know, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I will never be good at a, at a shooter. That's not a thing. 
It's not all shooting, though. You know, like, the first character I played is Mercy. And basically, I mean, she can shoot, but her main thing is healing people. So you run behind them with your little wand and you heal people. So okay. you just kind of... All right. You can, that's what I did, and that's how I got acclimated to the first person. Like, Are there controllers? Person. Are there, like, crowd controllers? Kind of. I mean... Kind of, yeah. Because that was always my jam in DCUO, was, like being a controller and like buffing like, buffing and debuffing people um yeah, yeah kind of i mean that's that's definitely a mercy and senyata thing and then you can also use turrets so you don't necessarily have to shoot yourself you can like use turrets okay. to, and they shoot all for right. you all right all right so you can sounds be like good or uh symmetra symmetra she sends these like these balls that shoot lasers and then you also create a, a shield and it's your ultimate power. Okay, this sounds good. This sounds... No, uh... it's not all shooters. Okay. Like, there's only... I mean, there's a lot of healing. There's a lot of tanks. You can run around with a big hammer and a big shield. That's one of the characters Seth plays all the time. Yeah. And you just protect people. When I play as him, I just walk with the shield the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shield not very good with him, so I just walk with the shield. There's also a monkey that creates a big bubble shield. And I was like, you're always trying to push like payload or something or mm-hmm. capture a point. And I always put the, the shield over it to protect my people, the weaker people. That's cool. And then you can like, you have like this little like electrical lasery gun. So you don't necessarily have to aim so much. And then you can just jump on their head. Okay. So it Jumping. sounds like there's a lot more to this game than I thought there was. Yeah. It's not just shooting. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of shooting, but it's not. Just shooting. <laughs> there's a lot of shooting, but. I mean, you've got DPS, which is like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. But here's the thing, Leva. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to have time for that because... Oh, you got it. I got Persona 5 Royal. Dude, I have that too. I need to play uh, it. I, even, I, don't I even know. installed it because Reed's been trying to get me to play it forever. Oh and I have it gosh. installed on my PlayStation 5. So there's really no oh. excuse for me not to play this anymore. So many hours. So many hours going to be sunk into that game. I can feel right? it. I, we did love Tokyo Mirage. Oh, Nation. my God. And this is like How is that, that not like nominated? Oh, it's because that's a way older that's game. Way old. that's just, yeah, <laughs> it's way like, old. Yeah. It's like a couple years old. Yeah, it was way older that they just moved to yeah, Switch. It just, it just got yeah. a better lease in life. Lease on life this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, anyway, let's ahead. see. What about you? Uh, I've been playing more Ori in the Blind Forest, which is great and aggravating really? and uh, all the is, things. Uh, is Kelly playing it at all? She's not playing it yet. Not yet. Hopefully this weekend I can get her playing some of it and see oh, nice. see how she feels. Um, I haven't been playing it on stream, and I feel like I should have. Weekend's over. Our weekend starts tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're, today's our Friday. Nice. Okay. Today's our okay. Friday. So. I'm like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> today's our Friday. We have our weekend on Monday nice. and Tuesday. That's why we do the show today. Okay. <laughs> yes. My end of the week treat. Uh, so we're playing Ori. Uh, playing more Hades. Um, I need to get that. Yeah, you do because it's I real do. good. Like between you and Dave, my friend Dave Moore on the the Tadpog, it's podcast, real real like... good. Um, I wanted to get Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, and I was gonna get that, and I was gonna try to stream it, but then I heard that people were getting forty eight hour bans for streaming it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they. Like some people went on like the Japanese eShop or the Australian eShop and bought a copy of the game and started streaming it before it was available in North America and they got banned, even though it was legally available. 
So I was like, mm, is is it because I don't? They got it. Is it get? They got it early. But they didn't get it early country? because it was released on the other hemisphere of the Earth. So I don't. So I was like, mm, I need to make sure that that was just a mistake and not like you're not supposed to stream this game before I buy this yeah, game and stream cause it. Yeah, because a lot I of the Tales want... games, they were big. Like, yeah. I was playing Even... Tales of Zestria. I, for some reason, wasn't allowed to stream that much or certain, like, scenes would get blocked. Yeah, and, and Persona 5 is the same way. As soon as you get to, like, a certain date on the in-game calendar, you're not supposed to stream anymore or you'll get a, really? you'll get a strike. Yeah. So I was That's like, what well... makes it hard for me because a lot of my gaming I do online. I know, and, and I don't want to, like you know, stream, 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 and bring everybody along on this journey with me. And they go, okay, that's it. You can't see how it ends. <laughs> Thanks for coming on this journey with me. But I mean, I feel like maybe when the game first come out, that's okay. But after a while, I mean, the game has been out. I know. People... I don't know. So I'm, you know, so I'm probably not going to stream Persona because I don't want to disappoint a whole bunch of people. Um... Shoot, I am. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't read anything this week, but I'm getting ready to because my copy of Ready Player Two is on the way from Amazon and I'm super really? excited. I got to hit up Seth, see if he has himself a copy because that's super, like one of his favorite books. Oh my mind. God. It's so good. I've got, I've got the hard, hardcover on the way and, uh, I've got the audiobook already pre-ordered. So I'm going to have my Will Wheaton reading the book to me in my ear. He's Will Wheaton reads it? Yeah, he read the first one and he's reading the second one. I'm super excited. This. Wow. So hopefully I'll be able to report next week how it's going. Nice. Because I'm yes. so excited. Oh, it's so good. So that's what that's what I've been playing and reading. Not a lot of watching. I mean, Mass Singer, Supermarket Sweep. You know, all the things I talk about every single week. <laughs> Right. All I the same stuff. I finally talk about Mass Singer. Uh, I know. It's coming. I'm going to tell you all of my theories. It's going to be wonderful. And then y'all are going to be <laughs> basking. You're going to bask in my glory. Great. Uh, let's move on to the news. So on Friday, Entertainment Weekly broke the news that the CW's Black Lightning would be ending after its upcoming fourth season. No reason was given for the cancellation, but it joins Supergirl, which will also be taking its final bow in 2021. However, there were also earlier reports saying the supporting character of Painkiller would be getting a backdoor pilot during the upcoming fourth season, so there's still hope for Black Lightning and some of its supporting cast to live on in the spinoff should it get picked up to series. Additionally, after this year's Crisis on Infinite Earths, Black Lightning officially joined the Arrowverse when his Earth merged into Earth Prime. So there's also the possibility that some of the Black Lightning characters could show up on the other Arrowverse shows. Uh, my money would be on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. That makes the most sense. Yeah. They're, they're a hodgepodge of just people anyway. Just bring them and send them through time. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. You ain't got nothing else going on. Just join us. <laughs> yeah, just, just come on. Come on. Come with us. I, I feel like CW, see, until you told me there's another pilot for Painkiller, I was like, I feel like CW is getting rid of all of their shows, like slow, like a slow, like, we're just going to trim the fat. No, the because fat. because they're adding the Superman and Lois show this season. And, Are uh, they? Yeah. And I know that there is a Wonder Girl show in development, apparently. So I feel like they have so many ideas, but why don't you just use what you already have? I feel like... 
Black I mean, Lightning. Maybe, maybe they want to keep it fresh. Focus on different characters. Maybe they want to do shorter runs. Maybe they don't want everything to be supernatural <laughs> and run for fifteen years. With supernatural and also Arrow lasted a long time, and then, you know, and then every you get to a point and you go, "Oh, this is their bad season," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so then you have to come back from your bad season. Um, so you know, maybe they're going to keep everything tight and uh, just keep fleshing out the world, and they can all come back together for some crossovers. Yeah. I mean, I'm so behind, so it's hard to, I know. to say what's going on. I'm so behind. Yeah. And and for me, it's just there's too many shows to watch. So I haven't even watched well, and that's Batwoman the thing. I, and or Black Lightning. I watched all. the first season of Black Lightning, and then I kind of fell off because I was like, oh, this isn't tied into the rest of the Arrowverse, so it's like not crucial. So I'll get to it when I get to it. And I just haven't gotten to it. But I really enjoyed season one. So... Maybe now, they shot themselves in. Now in that it's tied in, I really want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. Huh. We'll see how it huh. all goes. I mean, here's the thing: they did that backdoor pilot for uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries, and we still don't know what's going on with that show, which you know nothing about because you're not caught up. <laughs> nope. Surprise! I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of dangling threads. And then, of course, 2020 doesn't help. No, any 2020 of that. does not help any of that. Uh, and on that <laughs> note, speaking of 2020 screwing up DC plans, after multiple COVID related delays, Wonder Woman 1984 will finally be available to watch on Christmas Day, but not in the way that many of us thought. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Wonder Woman 84 will still play in whatever theaters are open on December 25th, but the film will also stream on HBO Max for one month. Uh, in international markets where HBO Max is unavailable, Wonder Woman 84 will hit cinemas December 16th. Director Patty Jenkins said, quote, At some point, you have to choose to share any love and joy you have to give over everything else. We love our movie as we love our fans, so we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. The good news is, unlike when Disney Plus released Mulan... Uh, for an additional $29.99 on top of the subscription fee, Wonder Woman 84 will be absolutely free for HBO Max subscribers. So all you got to pay is your $15.99 a month, and you can watch Wonder Woman 84 for the 30 days it's available. Hmm. Not a bad deal. I may be a subscriber for HBO Max for a month. Huh. And that's how they get ya. I've yet to be, I haven't went to the theater since everything happened. Nope. I know a few people have, and the few people that have said it's actually pretty, like, barren well, and safe. But you know what else, though? Know. A lot of theaters are letting you rent out entire theaters <laughs> for a flat fee, and you can wow. bring, like, up to 20 people. So so Kelly goes, I wonder if they'll, if you could rent out a theater for Wonder Woman, and we could just, you know, split the cost amongst a few people. Okay. Huh. That's not I wonder how much it, that's actually that's a really a cool idea. idea. Yeah, it the the prices depend on what what movie you're seeing. Like older movies only cost $99. Um like I think Jurassic Park was there for a while and you could rent the whole theater for $99. Um, wow. I know this holiday season I think you can do the same thing for Christmas Vacation. But then like more recent movies are more expensive in the like 150, 200, 250 range. 
But even that splitting amongst several people is probably the 99 price of a, divided by 20 people is like less than five dollars. I know, so five dollars pop. Yeah, that's cheaper than anything, mm-hmm. honestly. If you can get if they have a movie, if they have a movie you want to see and you can get that many people, yeah. Uh, even but yeah. if it's 150 and you have like 20 ish people, it's like 750. Yeah, it's that's not cheaper bad. than a normal, that's cheaper than a normal movie ticket. Yeah, it's not bad. So it's something 20 to of think our about. Closest friends. 20 of our closest friends, but don't get too close to me, friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be there, but you can sit over there. <laughs> I'll wave at you with my mask. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we got three people, you, me, and Kelly. Who else we got? <laughs> we'll I talk mean, about this later. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure that part out if Wonder Woman's available. Uh hey, uh Super Mario Brothers 3 just set another world record. Well, I don't know if it had any world records before, but <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way, but it set a world record. Uh on Saturday, IGN reported that a sealed copy of NES's Super Mario Brothers 3 was sold at auction for $156,000. What? The November 20th sale broke the previous record for the sale of a single video game, which was just set earlier this year when a sealed copy of 1985's Super Mario Brothers sold at auction for $114,000. The bidding for the copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 reportedly started at $62,000, with 20 bidders all vying for the chance to purchase it, making this the world's first ever million-dollar video game auction. That's crazy. Okay, <laughs> like, so that's a lot of money. in the box. That, that's a lot of money, but the thing that shocks me is that it's an unopened copy of the game. I who know. Buys, who buys a game and doesn't open it? Why would you buy the who's game? Who's been sitting on that? Like, why? <laughs> why? I mean, do you, did you really think and whenever it came out yeah. a million years ago that you're like, I'm going to sit on this. this yeah. was worth so <laughs> we'll much put it money. in the attic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait until 2020, and I'm gonna sell this shit. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how these unopened copies of video games exist. I'm so I, confused. Unless you're like, I'm just gonna buy two. Is that what people do nowadays? You just buy two copies and just sit on one? Am I, was I supposed to be doing this the whole time and never did? I, I, I don't. I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this happens. I can't imagine people were buying two copies of games in, like, 1990. Hell, 1985 with the Super Mario Brothers. Like, I'm so confused. That's Who bought this and didn't play it? I wonder if it's, like, an accidental thing that just, like, fell behind. Like, someone was working in a oh, store yeah, and it maybe. fell behind. It fell behind, and then, like, years later, they're moving the shelf. They're like, oh, this old game here. Somebody oh, somebody it, got it as a Christmas gift for sure. their kid, and they forgot they put it in the it, attic. I'll hold on to it. I don't know. I want to know the story behind the unopened package. I know. Owned it. I should have done some more research. Tell me your story. I failed in my research. I was focusing on the world record part of it and not why it was unopened. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I want to know. Like, how are you? Why? All right. Well, you know, you know what you're good at. You're good at research. So, you research this and you find out and you tell us next week. More work. (laughs) (laughs) You set yourself up for that, lady. Uh, moving into games that won't break the bank, I've been scouring Black Friday ads and comparing prices at Target, Best Buy, GameStop, and Amazon 
to find the best deals for some of the hottest video games. Here's what I found. You ready? I got a little bit of a listy list here. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which we've been talking about incessantly for weeks, will be $40 at Amazon and Best Buy. Normally, what, 60 Yeah. Okay. Uh, Last of Us Part Two will be $30 everywhere. Everywhere? Ooh. Persona 5 Royal will be $20 at Amazon and Best Buy. Is that where you got yours? That's where I got mine. I got mine at Best Buy. Uh, Marvel's Avengers will be $25 at GameStop. Star Wars Squadrons will be $17 at Amazon and GameStop. <laughs> 17 I know. That's it's 15. so weird. Yeah, That's 17 20. 17 uh, Jedi right. Fallen Order, that cool uh, open world Jedi game, will be $24 at Amazon. Or they'll also have the deluxe version for $28. I need that. Final Fantasy VII Remake will be $25 at Target. Ugh, buy it, people. I know. I need to get that one, too. Uh, Resident Evil 3, the remake, will be $15 at Best Buy. God of War 2018 will be $10 everywhere. Kingdom Hearts 3 will be $10 at Target, Best Buy, and GameStop. Kingdom Hearts All-in-One, which has got, I guess, all of the Kingdom Hearts games packed into one package, will be That's $20. Yeah, All-in-One. <laughs> will be $20 at Best Buy and GameStop. So I say spend the extra $10 and get all the games, <laughs> unless you already have them all, and then only spend the $10 on Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey will be $15 at Target and Best Buy. Uncharted 4, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, will be $10 at Target and Best Buy. Horizon Zero Dawn, $10 at Amazon, Best Buy, and GameStop. If you haven't played Uncharted 4 or Horizon, go right now. I know. Like, I need, while I, you're listening to us, make sure you're still listening to us and go and buy those. <laughs> I, need, I need to do that. I need to take our own advice, and I need to go buy them because like, they legit. are cheap. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about getting Fallen Order for myself. Oh, I uh, Part of me is like too. also the holidays are coming around, so I don't know if I should start keep buying stuff for myself or just wait on it. Because I do have a lot of games that I haven't played. You just need to hint heavily at people like, if you want to buy me okay. something, do it on Black Friday. <laughs> right. Here's where it's cheap. I'll tell you exactly where to get it. <laughs> exactly. So, but some of these games, like a lot of these games I own, and I'm like, good mm. Lord, that's such a great deal. Oh, I know. I they drop so much. Sale. Like a lot of these but, games are the games we were talking about in our PlayStation 4. The top ones. Yeah. yeah. Like go back, listen to our PlayStation 4 conversation, and then decide which of these games you want to buy. Do uh, it. Yeah, seriously. We also have some Nintendo deals. So, <clears throat> Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Mario Maker 2, Splatoon 2, Fire Emblem Three Houses will all be $30 at Walmart online starting Wednesday, uh, 11.25 at 7 p.m. If you want to shop at Walmart. I know their website is hit or miss. So, take that with a grain of salt, but all of those are $30. That is the best price for those games. Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Mario Maker 2, Splatoon 2, and Fire Emblem 3 Houses. $30, Walmart, this Wednesday, 7 p.m. So if you're listening, if you're watching us, that's in a few days. If you're listening to this, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and I think that probably goes through the weekend, through the Black Friday sales, I believe. Probably while supplies last. Now, if you want to shop somewhere else and pay a little bit more, here's what you can do. Luigi's Mansion 3 and Super Mario Maker 2 will be $40 everywhere else. Uh, Splatoon 2 and Fire Emblem Three Houses 
will be fifty. Uh, sorry, thirty five dollars at Best Buy. So how, are, how much are they originally? Uh, I think they all retail for fifty. 50? Fi- oh, Matt's telling me fifty nine ninety nine. So sixty nice. bucks. So everything is at, at a nice discount. Yeah, uh, that's half off. That's half off for yeah. Walmart. I know, I know. If you can get the website to work, which every time they've got crazy sales, it crashes. So <laughs> good luck really? getting your thirty dollars games. I, uh, I don't think I've ever tried with the crazy sales. Yeah, good luck. Um, <laughs> you're faced so, right now. You're so like, I highly recommend. I feel like you've been burned. I, ha- a few I have times. been. I have been. Uh, so you know. <laughs> I know that like all these other deals are already available. You can you can probably shop the Splatoon two, this Fire Emblem. Like Best Buy's already got these sales going. Amazon's got their sales going. So you could pay a little more and just do it now. Uh, also, another fun game, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, uh, will be fifteen dollars at Target and Best Buy. Some really good deals on some really good games. <laughs> I can't even tell you uh, which of these to buy because they're all awesome. So go look at your Black Friday ads. I think these games are all great. You're not going to remember what I said because that's a lot of numbers and a lot of data, but uh, good deals. <laughs> should we should we rep- should we post this up? Oh, we could. We could put that on Twitter. We can totally take a picture of this. I don't want to put more work on you. <laughs> no, I'll just, take, I'll just take a screen grab of this and we'll uh, we'll post it on the uh, Geek Soapbox Twitter, and then yeah. you can repost it if you want, Leva. Um. Uh, okay, that's it. That's all the news. That was a lot of information. Let's move on to the topic of the week, shall we? So on Wednesday, the nominees for the 2020 Game Awards were announced, and we thought we would react and give uh, our opinions uh, to some of the categories and the nominees uh, in no particular order. And we really only picked four categories, but there's a shit ton of awards. So <laughs> we didn't want to like, go through all of them. I may actually jump into a few after our Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you, whatever you yeah, want to. because I was reading the website, and I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, whatever you want to talk about. But here's, here's just the four that I pulled out. Um, we, we, I know we have played some of these games. We haven't played all of them. So our opinions will be a little skewed, but what the heck? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Uh, <laughs> so for best, that might be the most true thing. I mean, seriously, said. I mean, come on, we'll do what we want. Uh, for best narrative, here are the nominees and the nominees are 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, The Last of Us, Part 3. Two. Part 2. Why did I say three? <laughs> I'm drunk. Me. I'm drunk with power. <laughs> it's my show. If I wanted to be Part 3, it'll be Part 3. All right. So explain to me what is best narrative. I think is it's that the like story. story. I think it's the writing in the story. The writing in the story. Yeah. So best writing. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What sticks out to you here? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. The only two I've played are Final Fantasy and Ghost of Tsushima. Because mm-hmm. I've I've held off on Last of Us Part Two because there was so much uproar right. and trolling that yeah, went yeah. with that. I've not done that. I have yet to get Hades, which I do want to get. 
Uh, I just haven't done it yet. The writing's fun. And then it's I really clever. Played, I don't know anything about 13 Sentinels. No, me neither. I don't even so know I have what no that idea is. what that's about. So. I did no research. <laughs> I saw it. I, I, you gave me the list of nominees, yeah. and I, I mean, there's a lot of nominees, so I was going through a lot of them. Right. Uh, some of the ones I wanted to talk about, we don't, we're not talking about. <laughs> that's okay. Um, we can still talk about it. But uh, best writing, because the thing is, I feel like Tsushima is probably the most original story. Because I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, Final Fantasy VII is a remake. Yeah. So it, it's very wonderful what they did with the writing. Yeah, it I'm sure it's much more fleshed out. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent more fleshed out. But Ghost of Tsushima is his own original concept. I feel like it should be mm-hmm. like Academy Awards, where you have original screenplay and best adapted screenplay. Oh, I would I would do that because then Final Fantasy would definitely win for best adapted screenplay, and then Ghost of Tsushima would would win for best original. That's a nice thought. That's a real nice thought. Uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, man. It's really immersive. I love Hades. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think Hades is super fun. It's super well written. Um, and of course, I, you know, I haven't dug in completely. Like, I don't know where the story's going to go. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but man, Ghost is, that's hard to beat. Uh, there's just so many moments in that that game that took you all to different emotional places. Yeah, and it was just like it was. I felt like at times very rooted in realism, you mm-hmm. know, and it was just in history, which is very very intriguing, right? And then also emotional. So it was just. Yeah, it's. Uh, As it's... I, I, Final Fantasy VII is still one of my favorite games of the year, but I might have to give it to Ghost of Tsushima just for the writing itself. Because again, if it was like, I wish they would break it up like Academy Awards, because mm-hmm. that's who I, wow, how I do it. But if I had to choose one, uh, probably Ghost. Yeah, I feel and, like and that's good. and that's without us playing Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I haven't played. Which I played could also one. Be great. One was really good. God, I haven't played it in so many so long. But I feel like some things happened that people were so in uproar over, I and know. like riots breaking out, death threats happening. So I'm like, unnecessary. There's really good writing, or they took a weird turn that no one wanted to yeah. go. So I don't know. I I can't speak for that because again, I've been holding off because. Almost all of my friends that stream had to do sub-only chats because people were coming in to troll them. Whoa, that's Like, sucks. ruining the game and stuff. So I was like, you know what? It's not worth it for me. It's no, not worth it's it for totally me. totally not to, worth it. Yeah. To, not. And I don't want to have to make it sub-only chat because I get a lot of visitors. And yeah. It's not fair, you know? Ugh, you have to punish gross. the whole group for a few bad apples. I don't like it. Uh, best art direction. And the nominees are... Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghosts of, Tsush- of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, The Last of Us Part Two. A lot. <laughs> There's a lot of repeat games in all it of these lists. It is a lists. lot of repeats. I noticed that when I was going <clears throat> you through the nominations. You can tell which games are the big games this year. Right? Ah, oh, see, this one's so hard, too, because Ghosts of Tsushima has that, like, yeah, the... Know the the black and white filter and the regular filter mm. so that's like a lot of effort went into both. I didn't even take that but into Final account. Final Fantasy just 
it's probably one of the most breathtaking games I've played as well. So it's like, how do you choose? How do you choose between mm. art between these? And then you have something that's so stylized as Hades and then Ori and the Wisp, which is 100% oh. completely different, but beautiful in its own right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, how do you decide? How does one, I mean, I know it's like by popular vote, like the people, us, gets to go to the website and vote on these things. And so, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to vote. That's so it's hard. It's so hard. Like, it's like, I don't want to choose between my children. Like, <laughs> it's, I love them all for so many different reasons. It's hard, man. Like, art-wise, ah. Yeah. I feel like since I gave narrative to Ghost, I'm going to give art to Final Fantasy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You got to think about uh, Final Fantasy is like, it has a lot more fantastical elements, you know, with your summons and your magic. And so, like, it has this room to do things that a game like Ghost can't do. I also cosplayed it already. <laughs> that, that told you how much I thought it was yeah. breathtakingly beautiful if I already cosplayed one of the characters. So, I, I mean, I could see where something else would win out over Ghost. But we then, could... I mean, again... Ori and Hades is so stylized. And I know. Then, like, Hades is like a cartoon. Us, you know, it's it's super realistic, too. So mm -hmm. it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Again, I, mean, I haven't played the other, so it's really hard for me to say, and that's, and that's not to mention, there were so many other games that came out this year that, yeah. <laughs> like, didn't make the list. So I just... I want to know what went on in the room where they had to... <laughs> Pick the games. I know. Decide which five were going to be the five. Why wasn't Fallout on this list? It's crazy, <laughs> it's crazy man. Uh, and then there's Not best, Fallout. best Fall guys. Fall guys. I, I Fall guys. I've ruined that joke. You ruined the joke, <laughs> Leva. Just like your last of us part three. We're a yeah, mess. We are. It's our show. We do what we want. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's right. We do what we want. Uh, best performance. Ashley Johnson as Ellie, The Last of Us Part 2. Laura Bailey, Abby, The Last of Us Part 2. Daisuke Tsuji, Jin Sakai, Ghost of Tsushima. Logan Cunningham, Hades. Hades. Naji <laughs> Jeterm. I butchered his name. Miles Morales, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. All right, see, this isn't fair. I feel like since Miles Morales just came out, he should be in the next year. Like, when is it? Whereas Oscars games, games is like, it's not year. like from, I don't feel like Oscars is from like January to January, right? It's more like I think, in the I think middle. It had, I think it had to come out in this year, I think. That, <sighs> yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it had to have come out since the last ones and before the next ones. Oh man, uh, I feel like this. If Miles, well, you know, there's a lot of good games coming out, so maybe. Here's the thing, though. Think about this: Miles Morales just came out, and it made so much of an impression that it's on the list. Yeah, but it sucks that like it's not more on the list. But <sighs> I want to give it to Daisuke. Because, I mean, again, I've only played two of these games. Mm -hmm. So, and he was just, his, sometimes his voice inflections was just so. Oh, ugh. so good. They, so they touched, good. They touched my soul. I'll be honest. And if you can touch my soul like that. Oh. Mm -hmm. I will say 
Logan Cunningham's Hades delivery <laughs> is, uh, I mean, he's awesome. He it, He's really a force to be we- reckoned with. Um, I, I need to play this game. Yeah. Son of a Yeah. You guys oh. are going to just sell me on this game. When we sign off and like I'm, <laughs> after I'm done with my other stream, I'll just freaking buy it. Go to your Switch and buy it. Right. Oh, it's so good. It's so fun. Uh, but yes, this is another tough category. Because, I mean, let, let's be honest. I think Ashley Johnson and Laura Bailey, they had controversial performances. So... Yeah. Obviously, Again, there was I, something. If I would have played it, I'd be like, oh. There's obviously yes, something that struck a chord in there. And in then those, they're also just both of those actresses. I would say they're like juggernauts in the world of uh, video game voice acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they are the who's who. So it's hard. It's probably hard to find a video game that Laura Bailey is not a voice in. <laughs> right. They're both so like just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they're great. Uh, before we get to game of the year, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about. I found it interesting. Uh, indie game of the year. Okay. I like that a lot. And then there was one that was like, I don't know, some of them were really cool. I don't think I have the website pulled up anymore. But there was like there was like mobile game. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And like, because I think which I thought like was interesting because it um, had both Among Us Among and us. Fall Guys or something. I don't know. I'd have to pull it up. I don't know. Maybe it would, maybe that was social impact game. I don't remember. There's a couple different categories I thought that was very interesting. But I was like, oh, man, you have to choose between Fall Guys and Among Us? I would go with <laughs> Among Us if I had to choose between those two. Uh, let me see if I can find the nominees. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up quickly. It. Oh, I, I, have, I do have it pulled up. It's just this website's kind of not great on my phone. I know. it's so. It's got so much interactive stuff that uh, yeah, it's tough. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for the one that's got best indie you were talking about. Yeah, because I feel like if we don't give Game of the Year to Hades, I think it should win indie because it's also one of the main games and under the indie game. And True. I'm, I'm so cool go. with that. Like, Be- I, I best feel indie like games. let's not give it a Game of the Year, but let's give it indie Game of the Year. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm 100% Carry okay On, with that. Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer are all up for best indie. Which I, I mean, I haven't played a bunch of them, but I would, I would definitely consider Hades because I think it's dope. Af. Okay, so Among Us isn't with uh, Fall Guys; it's in a separate category, but that is under Best mobile, mobile devices, and that's obviously the one I would go with. Among Us, play- Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. So that uh, Pokemon Cafe looks super cute. <laughs> I also <laughs> heard really good things about Genshin Impact. So that's another tough one. I just feel like Among Us, though, is so like, I mean, that's more PC. I don't know. It's because that, that crosses over. But I feel like that's yeah, definitely yeah. had a huge impact in the gaming world right. overall. More Am- so Among than Us? any other. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that, that blew up. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that alone is a reason to vote for... Yeah, I mean, I mean, look Among at... Us. I My first stream of the day was an Among Us stream yeah. with, you it's know, big. my fellow... It's super uh, big. ...cast members. So, uh, so, yeah, definitely. And then, uh, what's community support? Recognizing community support, transparency, and responsive to... Huh. Why is No Man's Sky... <laughs> No Man's Sky, man. 
I haven't played that since. I want to go game. back and play it. Now that it's got multiplayer, I would love to play that like with you and like hang out and explore things and I think fight I'm space stuck pirates. Somewhere. I, I mean, flew through I, like a space station I'm and I'm gonna, out of supplies. I'm not going to lie. We could just restart it. <laughs> Let's just start I over. I think I might, because, I, I mean, it was interesting, but I kind of got yeah, bored but real quickly. It, with every update, I feel like it got better. Okay, so maybe yeah. that's, that's like know, they what fixed They fixed a lot of things that were wrong with it. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely love to jump back into that game with, with my friends, too. Hmm. Anything okay. else jump out at you? That's fine. We can move on to game of the year. All right. Because, I mean, time. a lot of them are, like, best ongoing, best this, yeah, yeah. best that. and. All right. Let's know. move on to the to the big yeah. one. The big one. Game of the year. And the nominees are Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, The Last of Us Part Two. They've all had some sort of crazy impact. They have. And they were. The one okay, so for me, I I think Animal Crossing is a great game. Um I don't know. It came that at a time you really needed it. It came too. at a time that we all really needed it. However, I feel like Game of the Year brings together all of all of the disciplines. The art, the storytelling, the direction. You know, the the gameplay. Oh, overall. Overall. Like, it's everything. Yes. To be game of the year, you have to have all the pieces. And the thing that Animal Crossing is missing for me is a narrative. <laughs> it Yeah. It doesn't have a story. Like, I think it's a fantastic game. And I think it's nominated in a different category, like Family Game of the Year or something. And I definitely think it could be that. Um, I think it's nominated in Multiplayer Game, which is not really that great of a multiplayer game. Um, but I could definitely see it winning something like Family Game of the Year. Game of the Year? That's, I don't know. I don't know about I that. I don't think I've played since, like, July 4th. Me neither. <laughs> so, I just, I just got tired of doing chores. <laughs> I mean, that's a Stop lot of what... telling me how to live my life. That's a lot of what Animal Crossing is. That's why here on this show, we do what we want. Don't tell me what to do. If I want to play the music, I'll play the music. It's cute. It's wonderful. I like that they keep changing it up. Like, all right, now you can swim, and now you can do this. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's wedding season. Yeah, I mean, there are lots of little fun things. Maybe I'll go back like I do sometimes. I feel like maybe it's one of those games that I don't need to be as hardcore as I was. Like maybe it's okay yes. just to check in every now and then. Yes. And say hi to my I friends. I agree with that. Like, hey, everybody's still alive. Okay, cool. You know, and not feel the pressure of I've got to be there every day like I was for to sell my five months and... of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because let's be honest, I was hardcore as soon as it came out for like yeah. five months. Maybe that's not the right way to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> Yeah, and and then the burnout's real hard. Yeah, may have ruined it yeah. for myself. Yeah, I get that. I actually did that with a different game, which is not nominated because uh, it's an older game. But it's like the the rhythm games I like to play. Mm-hmm. It's one of those you have to check in every day and play daily missions and yeah. 
compete with other people and i just got it felt became a chore you know again yeah. back to the chores that's but not like, fun you know what i mean like it got to the point where i'm like i don't tell me that it takes weight doing all these daily missions and there's different ones for different like companies because it's all k-pop so you have like the sm1 the jyp the yeah. you know big hit and it's just like it became like i was spending hours just doing daily stuff and it that that's not it's fun but it's not fun it's like you right. feel forced to have fun and it's like i don't want to feel forced i don't want a game to force me to play it and no. animal crossing kind of does that with like you got got to do your chores you got to sell your turnips you gotta you know right it's the this week is the you got to catch all the bugs or whatever and it's like i just felt like forced if you force me to do anything i'm gonna do the opposite mm-hmm. and not do it so maybe again i came back recently because they got a new version of the YG version of the the rhythm game, so I'm playing that one. And then like an album dropped on another one. I was like, okay, I really like this album, so I'll play that. But I'm not worried about the daily missions or signing in every day. Like I'm not worried about that anymore. I just play a couple songs, have fun with it, move on with life. So maybe that's what we need to do with like Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah just check so, in, do some stuff. I want to see and move a couple on. of my my favorite. You know, I'm gonna see the angry frog and like <laughs> the angry bear. And then see the hippo and then move on. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the way. This, this is, is this the is the way. <laughs> <laughs> um I haven't played Doom Eternal. I don't know much about it. I'm assuming it's just like a Doom game. Maybe it has a story. It has to have a story, right? In this day and age, there's gotta be more story than there used to be. Uh um, shrug. Yeah, I don't I I don't know. I know nothing about it. Uh, I know. Okay, so the last four. Ugh. Ugh. I've given it to Ghost as much as I love Final Fantasy, and I know I, I even ha- downright like I played the shit out of Final Fantasy, and I actually went through that quicker than most games I go through, and I mm-hmm. like that it's really streamlined for me. But uh, just Ghost was just a whole level in its own. That was just like, yeah, it's a type of game I love to play. Yeah, I feel like if we're, it, again, if we're looking at. A whole package hades is great but it's not uh it's not as immersive as the other games on the list where like it's a fully fleshed out world yes hades is a fleshed out world but i think the simpler art style lends itself to you know not being quite as overall immersive does that make sense yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great game. That's why I give it to to the indie game. Yeah, it definitely needs for, to win a category. It came out of nothing, whereas, like, you have, like, the mega, mega big company, something like Naughty Dog and mm-hmm. Square Enix and, like, Nintendo. You're competing with yeah, the these fa- giants the fact that in it's the still, world of that gaming. It's in this category with all these games is pretty impressive. Yeah, you must be really damn good if you're in this category. But yeah. it's one of those, it's like... Congratulations, you're nominated, but let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm probably going to buy this when we hang up <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> from should. this call. You, know? you 100% should. <laughs> yeah, so. I support that decision. So I don't know. It's, again, I haven't played Last of Us Part 2 yet just because of the whole uproar on the internet and, and Twitch. Then again, does that mean it's good? Does that mean it's not as good? It, it's I, get, I wish we had more people here that played a variety of games. Like, I want to call a friend and see, ask Seth, like, what is your thoughts on this? I feel like he would say Ghost of Tsushima too, but over, 
over that. That could be yeah. wrong. But also, the thing that goes to Tsushima, not only is the main story, like, amazing and breathtaking and, and captivating, but then halfway through the year, they give you a multiplayer. A full I know. Fledged, they, they, so, drop some I more, mean, they drop some more stuff on us. Which, by itself, is a fun game. Like, even if there I know. was no... No I would lover, love to have a like, more fleshed out story. version of that. The Legends by itself is wonderful. Oh, it's so, so good. So I feel like that alone, it's like it's two games in one, and they're both awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you're probably right. Like, Ghost of Tsushima, ugh. I, like, I, I know, suppose that's not your first go-to. I didn't, I didn't want to fanboy out. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, but the thing is, I'm a, I have like... A huge Final Fantasy collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collection, I'm still saying. It's probably going to be Ghost this year. As much as I loved Final Fantasy, I thought the remake was wonderful. And I I loved every second playing it. But it's just... It, I'm just trying to be yeah. fair. I know, but that's the and thing. I know, like, and I'm not I, trying to be like... I don't know what people would be like, oh, you guys always talk about that game. Of course you're going to pick it. <laughs> but like... I also talk about Final Fantasy. I just pull it over. Like, I even got but the that's deluxe the thing, is that, is that... We keep talking about it because we love it so much. Yeah. So, I, yes, obviously, that's the clear choice. That's the clear choice for me. That's where my vote's going to go. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, mm, 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 I love that game. But like we said, that is literally just a handful of the award categories. Uh, you can see the entire list by visiting thegameawards.com. And while you're there, you can cast your vote for your favorites. The winners will be awarded when the Game Awards are streamed globally on December 10th. Again, check out thegameawards.com for broadcast times and platforms. How long does the voting go till? It doesn't, from what I saw, it didn't say. So it might go okay. right up until they <laughs> go live. Okay, I don't know. I haven't voted yet because I'm still, I'm still sitting on some stuff. I'm like, I don't. I think you still have time. You still have some time to figure it all out. I don't know if I want to vote. <laughs> Maybe you don't have to vote for all the categories. Just vote for the ones you want to vote for. Uh, balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. That's going to that's gonna do it for this episode of the Geek Soapbox. To all of our viewers and listeners out there, what are your thoughts on uh, the Game Awards nominees? Did your favorite make the cut? Do you agree with our thoughts on the nominees? Let us know by dropping us a line on one of our socials at the Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram, or shoot us an email at the address thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do we not have anything this week? I got nothing. I got nothing. So you guys send us some yeah. emails. Ask us some questions. Send us some emails. I want to hear your questions and your thoughts. Do you agree? Do you disagree with us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you okay, kids. Those little oh, jerky kids keep myself. jumping in here. <laughs> you got... Y'all stop. <laughs> uh leva what do you got coming up drop them socials okay so all right i'm wrestling leva and everything wrestling leva on twitter wrestling leva on instagram wrestling leva on twitch um definitely check out 
Yes, check out uh, BTE on Monday, <laughs> Being the Elite. We filmed a lot of stuff. I was trying to figure out which week, so I'm on it. <laughs> it's check so out hard Dark. to keep track of. Yeah, check out AEW Dark on Tuesday for the next two weeks. You'll see my face on there. Uh, make sure you watch Dynamite on Wednesday. You'll oh, see me speaking of my... Dark, congratulations on your win. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I finally won a singles by myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a winner now. That dropped the dead weight. <laughs> That's what I said today. I mm. said that to somebody today. Really? I said that to John Lewis. <laughs> I said, "That's what happens when you drop the dead weight." <laughs> no, that's hilarious. But were you talking about like me, or were you talking about something else? No, we're talking about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought maybe you said that phrase. No, 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 no. I said, I was said like, that's "What's a, going on in your life?" That's what happens when you drop the PPA dead weight. Uh, I do miss him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, check those out. Um, always doing... Oh, we have Critical Botch tomorrow. Mm. It's an early day early because of the holidays. So uh, we will be doing Critical Botch. Don't know the times yet. That is nighttime. Monday. Nighttime. Monday. <laughs> nighttime. And it looks 23. like we definitely have uh, Gabby back. So if y'all watched the last episode, y'all know who Gabby is. Make sure you don't want to miss that because that's going to be ridiculous. (laughs) So, yeah. And I think that's what's going on with me for now. I feel like I'm missing something, but. Hey, guess what? We'll be back next week and it'll just catch us back up. Yeah. (laughs) Or follow her socials. And if she misses anything, she's probably tweeting about it. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at M. Lee Ponton. And you can catch me gaming here. On twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox every Tuesday and Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And hey guys, again, please don't forget to check out and share the link to Colleen's Childhood Cancer Fundraiser. Uh, you can find that on our TGS Twitter and in the description of this episode. Let's band together soap suds and put her over the top. As always, the audio only version of the show will be available this Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. And if you're already listening to us as a podcast, but want to see our beautiful faces recording it live, we do that on Twitch every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Twitch.tv slash The Geek Soapbox. That's it, you guys. Cue the music for real this time. Uh, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here next week for another episode of the all-new, sort of different, Geek Soapbox. Bye!
The Geek Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton with associate producer Leva Bates. Theme music by Alex Barrett and additional musical cues provided by Adhesive Wombat.